You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast on the Creative Church Podcast Network, where we share stories of people becoming who they were made to be. My name is Emily Cummins. This week, Jenny Randall is sharing her becoming story. Speaker, author, and Emmy-winning editor, Jenny Randall empowers others in the art of living a transformational life. Jenny has served in ministry and worked in the entertainment, publishing, and creative industries for over 15 years. Her unique personal story and creative ninja-like ways have provided her with a platform to inspire, encourage, and equip others in understanding their God-given identity and purpose. Jenny's newest book, Courageous Creative, is an interactive devotional that launches people into their creative calling. In early 2018, together with her husband, Matt, they founded Freedom Creative, a ministry organization. They live in upstate New York with their two kids, where they enjoy strawberry gummies and spontaneous dance parties. For more information or creative ninja inspiration, visit JennyRandall.com. Here is my conversation with Jenny Randall. Well, hey, Jenny, I'm so excited to have you on the Becoming Me podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Hey, I'm excited because we both have coffee in hand. We are like these warrior girl bosses chugging through a Friday. And as we push start on this episode, um, I shared y'all with Jenny before that I'm so inspired by her and I cannot wait for y'all to hear her story today. Um, So Jenny, like, let's kick it off with just some fun things about you. If somebody didn't know who Jenny is, like, what are just some of the fun, fun things? Um, fun things. Let's see. I have two kids. They're so fantastic. My oldest is going into first grade and my youngest is going into kindergarten. So we have like, we've survived and my husband and I run two businesses. So we're kind of like excited for school to start, but also crying our faces off because our youngest is going to go to school for full time. So wow, that's fun. That's going to be a fun season and also hard, I'm sure. But so we're kind of transitioning into that mindset and we'll have like We'll be able to work during the day and, you know, actually get work done. (laughs) Wow. That's a big adjustment for sure. Yep. So that's pretty fun. Um, What else about me? Um, I studied television in college, which like legitimately that was my major. No way. Yeah. And I just love it. And it was fun because my parents would call and they'd be like, what are you doing? And I could be like, oh, I'm, I'm studying you guys. But really I was like watching friends. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's awesome. I love it. That was a really fun major. And then I went on to work in the entertainment industry using what I've learned in college. And, um, I have a real passion for video editing. So I did that for like eight years. And then, um, that was in LA. And then from there, I kind of transitioned into ministry and back to New York where we started raising our family and all that kind of stuff. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So I've been asking people this question lately. That's somewhat random, um, but kind of cool. So if you had to describe your personality in an ice cream flavor, what ice cream flavor would you be? Oh, I love this question. (laughs) I definitely feel like the birthday cake flavor with like the fun colored sprinkles. I love that. Yeah, I love it. I feel like that totally describes you too, for oh, sure. What's your flavor? Mine is Rocky Road because so I went like I got a little philosoph philosophical, yeah, philosophical with it. Um, but you've got the hard stuff on the journey, the stuff you got to lace up your warrior boots and and choose to walk through, and then you've also got the really cool parts of becoming. 
and mixed together, it's just a sweet journey. Um, so that's why I'd pick Rocky Road. Oh, but that's deep. Oh, I man. Know. I'm going to be pondering this for like the next four <laughs> days. Like, oh, let's go deep on it. Maybe I'll yes. change my answer. I'll have to email you if I do. <laughs> hey, I, I like the birthday cake one for sure. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, let's dive into your story. What has made you who you are today? Oh, it's that's such a hard and loaded question because, you know, with who who are you usually comes like, what do I do? Yeah. Well, at least for me, um, because a lot of my identity for a long time rided on the things that I did and like mm-hmm. this high performance achiever and um, accomplishments. And even when I failed, like my identity um, would be wound up in that. So over the last couple of years, I've been a, a believer since I was 18. Um, wow. And uh, I was trying to figure out how, how many years that's been, but I don't do math. So it's Neither been a while. <laughs> I am not 19. Let's just say that. Um, so it's been a while of following Christ and really kind of figuring out like who, who am I and what is my story? Because it's, I want my story to be his story. So yeah. um, my biggest, my biggest hold up, and it's not really a sin, but if it's out of line, it could be is like, striving after the whole performance mentality thing, Mm, like, and, and getting your worth from that. So, um, my story is of course, always a work in progress, but just figuring out where my story aligns with him and, and when it doesn't align, like what I can do to adjust that and kind of refocus my steps. Because I mean, there's been times where I've been so burnt out and just Mm. like crying out to God and conviction is real. My friend, like he would, call me out on stuff like, well, why are you striving in this area? Or why, why are you finding your identity and who endorses your book Mm. or what? Like, and every time I've just settled into his voice and been like, oh man, God, I am so sorry. Like, how can I do this better? And every time I've given stuff off to him, it's just been so much easier. So absolutely. Yeah. My story is a work in progress. How does that sound? I love it. No, I love it. And that's so becoming. I mean, that's I resonate so deeply with that because I'm always a recovering perfectionist. And growing up, I wanted everything to be just right. And God just finally got a hold of me. It was like, Emily, I never made you to be perfect. Mm. I made you to be becoming who you are. And that's full of the whole Rocky Road thing for me. You just you mess up, you learn from it, you grow and then you take your next step. And you become. And I love what you said, too, about always being a work in progress, because that's so true. Like our stories are not done on this side of eternity. We're always going to be in progress. Um, You know, so I, I say that becoming me word all the time. What does becoming me mean to you? I love, oh, man, I... I love it. I love how that's like your thing. And I think it's really important because it does cause people to reflect. And so I was thinking about that. And in the simplest terms I could come up with, I think for me, it is, am I becoming more like Christ? Mm, Or am I becoming more like my best friend who I idolize? Or am I becoming more like the world that I think I should be like? So like, Mm. it's really, um, again, that process that requires intentionality to actually ask the hard questions of who, who am I becoming? Am I becoming sanctified by the Holy spirit and like really grasping the gospel in my life and reflecting that in my heart? Or am I just, it reminds me of that verse. This is my life verse, Romans 12 two. 
the one that's like, don't become so adjusted Mm -hmm. to the culture that you fit right in without even thinking. Like, I don't, I don't want to fit in. But then again, that human side of me is like, (laughs) everybody (laughs) let me fit in. So I think it's just, am I becoming more like Christ? And if the answer is no, then I I have a lot of work to do, which often I have a lot of work to do. (laughs) All of us for sure. But I love, I love that answer. Have you even heard of that quote? Um, you become like the five people you spend the most time with, something yes. along those lines. Yeah. yeah. And I like how you even drew it into your focus being, am I becoming more like Jesus or like that person I idolize or scrolling on Instagram that like influencer I really want to be or whatever the case case is, yeah. but what the focus is, because that is who you become. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. And too, like the, you're like the pe- people you hang out with. That's a really great point because we should be hanging out with really awesome people. (laughs) I mean, my daughter's starting kindergarten. Don't even get me started. Like, what if she hangs out with all the rebel rousers? What am I going to do? It's so so true. Yeah, that's a good lesson. Absolutely. So we've established we're both coffee drinkers. Now, first, how do you drink your coffee? Okay, well, I recently... Okay, so, all right. So I got into coffee when Uh I had my second child and my kids are 18 months apart. So my friend's like, you should learn to enjoy coffee. And I'm like, this is a great idea. But black was like disgusting. So she's like, just put milk in it. So I did that for a while. And then I tried to be healthy and did this whole 30 thing. And I don't know. Have you heard of whole 30? I have, but I don't know the coffee details of it. Like, how does that work? So I think, well, I could be wrong because it's been a while, but I think you're supposed to be dairy free during oh. the whole 30. So I got into coconut milk Ooh. and now, and then I slacked in life. And now <laughs> someone the other day was like, coconut milk's horrible. So all that to say almond milk with mm. just regular coffee. Yum. Mm. Almond milk is really good too. Yeah. See, I'm one of those, like, I just love coffee so much. I will drink it. However, like I usually start the day with black coffee. And then it gets sweeter as the day progresses. So I'll do like some cream or like I'm excited for um, we're going to be in pumpkin spice season here. And I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. But yeah, that's yeah. So if you were having a cup of coffee with almond milk <laughs> and you're you're hanging out with another person on their own becoming journey, what would you say to encourage them? Hmm. I. Well, a lot of what I do is helping people embrace their creativity. So Mm. I would kind of challenge them to look at the journey that they're in and ask them if they're fully um, becoming that creative ninja that God wants them to become. Um, Because I think a lot of the times when we walk in that freedom to create whatever we feel called to create, um, that inspires us to dream even bigger with God. Yeah. So I would challenge them to think about that. And then too, just encouraging them that it is such a process. Mm-hmm. Like who I was in my twenties, I thought I was like this whole, like I was so holy and uh, it's like, and then I hit my thirties and I'm like, no, this <laughs> yeah. I'm a hot mess. Like I got some work to do. So I, it's just always being self-aware through prayer and just like asking Jesus, like, how, how am I doing? And how am I doing in life? And then being willing to change or intentional when conviction hits or, Mm. you know, just always being a work in progress for sure. Mm. I love that so much. And, you know, you have a new book coming out, Courageous Creative. Talk to us a little bit about the book, 
um, the story behind it, what people can expect to discover in Create Courageous Creative? Yeah, so Courageous Creative is a 31-day interactive devotional. And every day there's a lesson and then there's a creative challenge that goes along with it. So sometimes it's like, go take a photo or finish the sentence or um, have a dance party. So there's different types of genres of creative challenges. And the whole goal is just to help you strengthen your creative process. So like I said before, so we can like let that light shine and make a difference in the world and like dream with God again. So that's the whole premise of the book. It's um, broken into three different acts because I think our creativity, well, even life is broken into three acts where like you're setting the foundation. You're like you were saying earlier, getting squashed down by all of the hard things in life. That's act two. So act two goes over the um, things that kill our creativity. So for you, you mentioned you struggled with perfectionism. Yeah. Yep. So was that something in your creative endeavors that would like even hold you back from even maybe starting? Absolutely. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Or, or do you still struggle in that way? Oh, I definitely still struggle. So also are you, do you do like Enneagram all like that Myers-Briggs disc? Those I've done disc. Yeah. Okay. So on a disc, I'm an owl Well, with the bird side of it. Owl. So I, and, um, on an Enneagram, I'm an, I'm a one. So I'm very like task detail oriented. And so I know a lot of my makeup has the perfectionist roots. So I still struggle with it, but I had to get to this point where I don't know if I just, I think it's a conscious decision for me to just be like, Emily, stop. And then I put perfection aside and I just move forward, which yeah, for me, it's literally very, very conscious. Yeah. So so for you, when you turn on a project and it's not perfect, you're, you just have to like talk yourself off the ledge yes. and be like, I'll be fine. 100%. And it's gotten a little easier the more that I've done that. So I'm not always having to do it depending on the scope of the project. At the initial stages years ago, when I first, the self-awareness piece you were talking about, when I first realized that that was in me, it was really hard. Now, because it's been several years, I feel like I've strengthened my ability to do that but there's the bigger projects when I am like you just said turn it in talk myself off the ledge it's okay yeah it's so funny because hearing you talk about um, perfectionism I feel like that goes hand in hand with performance mentality too yes because you could work on a project for seven million hours and it's never going to be perfect but what's what's making you perform in that way is this need for having it be perfect absolutely so it's like this endless cycle. So I've I've ha- had the same struggle where I've been like, I'm just going to let it go. And every time I turn in stuff that I think is like mm, 80%, it, everyone acts like it's the best thing in the world. And I'm like, why? Like, what level should I now go down to like a 50% or right. like, what's the boundary with that? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, it's just, it's interesting. So in the book, it talks about all the different creativity killers. A lot of people... Um, within their creativity struggle with fear and stress. Yep. And then lack of time is a huge one for people. Um, so the book just cycles through the different things that can totally crush That's our creativity. Awesome. Yeah. And then act three of the book talks about how we can unleash it even far greater for Jesus. So oh it's my pretty goodness. fun. So yeah. if somebody is like ready to go get your book, where can they go find it? 
Yeah, you should all buy it. Um, yes. <laughs> JennyRandall.com. So Randall is spelled like candle. So it's R-A-N-D-L-E. And then you'll probably see images of my book on there. Just click it. And then it's um, online at Target, Walmart, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the places. So hopefully you can find it. I love it. And y'all, we will have the link directly to Courageous Creative um, in the show notes of this episode as well. So you can easily connect, um, get your own copy and follow along. I know I'm excited about this and what you even just heard Jenny leading me through, um, you'll discover some of your own courageous creative potential and work through it throughout her book. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And one, one thing I love about the book is that it's not just teaching you, but it's actually like activating you to do stuff because there's, there's the creative challenges. So whenever Emily, we'll see if you can handle this, but whenever I'm on a podcast show, I try to challenge the host to do a freestyle rap. Yes. (laughs) So let's stretch your creativity. Do do you want to do it? Let's do this. I see. Did you just literally warm up your hands? Like I got this. Oh yeah, I did. (laughs) See, I got to like, I did. I'm excited. I mean, should we give you a moment to do some jumping jacks and like get in the frame Run around of the room? <laughs> do, like do that Rocky pump up music. Exactly. <laughs> that is okay. so good. Okay. I'm excited okay. for this moment. Okay. So what are like, what's the most, I'm interview, interviewing you for a second here. What's the most passionate thing on your heart? Like as of today? Like uh, an event or thought process or anything? Mm, like, like a thought process. Okay becoming me. Oh, perfect. I don't, okay. Oh. That's your topic. Okay. I want you to lay down like a 30 second wrap, just freestyle, whatever comes to mind. Okay. Just get out of your own head and just lay it down, girl. All right. Oh, I think I need really for real need to run around the room and get some, some Rocky <laughs> move. I'm like sweating over here, guys. This is a little nerve wracking. The perfectionist <laughs> is creeping back in. Okay. Here we go. Hey, warrior friend, I know it's not always easy, but today if you lace up your warrior boots and choose to be you, I don't even know if I can ride. This is awful. Jenny, I stink. But (laughs) like, y'all, this is just too good. I do you rap? How did this come about? Now I'm so intrigued. Don't first of all, let's not try to change the subject (laughs) off of your amazingness. That was wonderful. I, I feel like if you kept going, you could have developed into a rhythm, but you got so freaked out that you totally just stopped. See that perfectionist crept in. Perfectionist Man. crept in. And that's what a lot of people do in the creative process. They don't get it right the first time. So they're just like, eh, moving on in life. And you Ooh. miss out on so much potential. Now that is deep right there. It's deep. Are you going to do it again? That's the real question. Yes. Let's oh do it. God. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. This reminds me. I'm sorry. I just you're good. This, this reminds me of a story at church when somebody was supposed to be leading the song and they were really bad. And then oh. this the preacher was like, Satan's not going to have a day with this. And then they're like, <gasps> try it again. And the person was just as bad. <gasps> oh, no. And then he said it again. And he's like, let's try it again. And it was just as bad. So anyways, um, <laughs> I think you're going to be you're going to do great. I don't okay. know. I'm sorry. I think here's here's what Jenny's trying to say, guys. 
my my quality of rapping is probably not going to improve, but I'm going to finish the rap and that is my success. The success <laughs> the success lies in you trying again. Exactly. So whether we have to cast demons out of you or not, I don't know. I'm just kidding. You're going to do fantastic. Okay. okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, warrior friend, when perfection creeps in, you just yell, not today, lace up those boots and start again. Yeah. See, See? that was super powerful. Thank you. Thank you. See, Jenny coached me through that, guys. Look at that. And I loved like the line, like, not today. Yeah, like (laughs) I'm down. I think you just brought out some courageous creative in me today. Yeah, I think that's like your theme song. Yeah. I think uh, so. Nick, he needs to make this my the little podcast intro now instead of the music we've been using. That rap <laughs> right there, perfect. <laughs> that will be amazing. Yes. Hey, okay. So, but I am curious, what inspired that exercise? Yeah. So, okay. My husband Matt is super funny, and we just would have this game we play. Like, hey, let's freestyle rap. Uh, I I used to call it a freestyle battle, okay. which I guess there's a difference. So we would always freestyle battle and our kids would do it too. We'd be like, hey, rap about this. And they'd, I mean, they're, they'd be like two just trying to speak. But it was so funny and fun and we're all horrible at it. But it's just a chance to get a little uncomfortable, but being comfortable, being totally awkward. So yes. we love that. But I was at a speaking event and I was trying to get one of the people to come up on stage. This was before I was um, on the platform speaking. And I was like, hey, would you come up and do a rap battle? And she's like, do you you know what a rap battle is? And I'm just like a little white girl, like, what do you mean? It's a rap. You just be super funny. And she's like, a rap battle is when you like straight up, like say your mama jokes and like (gasps) pick on the person's weight and like rip down their identity. And I'm like, okay, that's not what we're doing. So it's just a freestyle rap. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed our rap. I got through it. Whew. You did, did amazing. It. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Did, so how did you hit the second one better? Was it just you knowing you had to push through or what? Hmm. I think it was a mix of knowing I had to push through. And then second, how we talked a few minutes ago about literally sometimes having to take that perfection piece and put it to the side and like in my head, just saying go and not thinking about it. Um, yeah, cause it's just too easy to get in your own head and be like, I don't know where this is going. And then you just kind of stop. So this time I'm just like, whatever comes out of my mouth is going to be the rap. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, it, it's, it was kind of a conscious coaching myself and bringing out that courageous creative living up to that potential piece and saying not today. I love it. You did fantastic. I'm well, so proud you. of you, Emily. Thank you. So proud of you. <laughs> thank you, Jenny. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for just sharing your story, who you are, who you're becoming, and um, just bringing out that courageous creative in all of us. I appreciate you so much. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. I'm so glad we got to hang out. Me too. Me too. more about Jenny and connect with her, visit the podcast episode page on our website at becomingme.tv. That's becomingme.tv. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Becoming Me podcast on the Creative Church Podcast Network. For more information about Becoming Me, visit us at becomingme.tv. Also connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with at becomingme.tv. And connect with us at creativechurch.com. That's crtvchurch.com. Also check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Creative Church.